Hello and welcome to the AIS Arena for tonight's match between the Canberra Transact Capitals and the Townsville Fire. It should be an interesting game. Well, technical difficulties are stopping us from uh, bringing you Michelle Hawking's thoughts right at the moment, but we will work through them somehow and uh, get you to all the... Uh, well, her play-by, uh, her expert analysis. But at the moment, it's Beatty, Bibby, Bevilacqua, Abrams and Bishop out there for the Capitals. For the Townsville Fire, it is Krauss, Wilson, Cox, also out there. Well, Tanya Heritage, but it's not Heritage anymore, it's Baxter. And then the final player out onto the court tonight in the number 10 is Bianca Abbott. So Townsville win the tap down. Abbott gets it now, then goes off into O'Ark. Wilson, then it goes to Kraus. Kraus gives it to Cox. Downtown three-point attempt. It is too long. And the fire wish out on their first opportunity to score. Michelle Hocking, welcome to the game this evening. Craig, yeah, it will be an interesting game. The Capitals will be feeling the effects of two weeks travelling in Russia and the fire, you know, they've come off um, last week's game against Adelaide, which was a tight one. They ended up losing, so they'll be keen to get a win tonight. Capitals miss out on their first chance down the floor and it is the... Fire, who get it back? Baxter now, bounce pass inside to Kraus. Kraus takes on, takes on Beatty and is called for the travel. So, well, no luck there for the Townsville Fire. Coached tonight by Peter Buckle, the former assistant coach of the Canberra Transact Capitals. It will be a, a very interesting game. It's Abrams now over the top, gives it to Beatty back outside. Oh, Wilson trying to keep it in, gets the intercept but couldn't throw it back inbound before it goes over the side. So we will have the, uh, we will have the Townsville Fire. Uh, sorry, we'll have the Canberra Capitals with the ball here in the front court. Abrams taking a time getting it back in. Has to fight hard for it to the Capitals. Abrams gets it back, gets fouled on the play and Abrams will force the turnover. So it is the uh, Capitals who uh, will get the uh, first trip to the foul line and the Capitals now get to set up as uh, well, Abrams misses her first opportunity as she at the line for the second time makes the net and the Capitals are off to a one-point lead at the moment. So the Capitals now in front. They'll be hoping to keep it there as Baxter brings it down the floor, gets it to Cox. Cox looking around, uh, gets it through hands. Abbott at the top of the key, then on to Baxter. Baxter thinks about the three-point run, then drives hard to the basket. Krauss was in front, but it was Beatty who got the last touch on the ball and has seen it over the sideline over the baseline in fact and it will be the Canberra Transact Capitals who, oh sorry it'll be Townsville Fire who get the ball back so Townsville, oh they try to work it inside quickly but it goes in the end into the hands of, into the hands of Bibby who forces the turnover uh, but then another turnover and it's over the sideline so the Capitals will get another chance it's Bibby now on the 45 outside the arc. 
goes, looking for Beatty on the left lane outside to Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua backs away, then puts up the three, rattles off the iron. Abrams tries to go over the top at Cox, but cannot do so. And it will be the uh, Capitals who have to go onto the back foot once again. This time, bringing it down the floor, it's Bevilacqua, gives it to Bibby, and Bibby, little uh, turnaround jump shot is good. And uh, Bibby gets the Capitals away to a three-point lead with two minutes gone in the game. Kraus now working hard, trying to work that ball around, getting it eventually to Cox. Cox then working hard, just trying to fight on to get this uh, score on the board. As a foul this time is being called against the Capitals. Didn't see who that was called on as we try to uh, bring Michelle Hocking back into the call. We'll uh, see if we can uh, get her hooked up here as Jennifer Kraus goes to the line, makes the... It's back into the front by the Capitals now and it is a missed opportunity again by the Capitals as Kraus goes over the top. Wilson in the corner. Wilson back over the top that time, gets it to Cox eventually as Cox now holds onto the ball for the moment. Cox looking to try and make something happen here. Cox just couldn't quite get it to fall and it will be the Canberra Transact Capitals fighting back once again. Abrams on the outside, goes to Abby Bishop who looks to uh, work things around a bit more. Abrams now drives the lane and the layup is good. Abrams makes the shot and she will. Well, she will be happy with that. Caps out to a 5-1 lead as Michelle Hocking. What is your thoughts early here as the timeout is called? Uh, look, I, sorry. It's, it's been an interesting start and I really think that the, uh, the guards have um, been working hard and it's going to be a battle of the guards when you think about the form that both... We've got a timeout called now. Both Hurst and Bibby have been in for the Capitals and we've got Tanya Herrick, sorry, Tanya Baxter and uh, Kelly Wilson who've been in great form this season. So they're going to be some critical matchups, and I think that the Capitals have started quite well. They're obviously um, feeling good still from their trip. They've done a lot of work, I know, on making sure that they recover and, and they're not showing any ill effects as yet. For the Townsville Fire, I think that, you know, Rowani Cox is looking dangerous. She's not making shots at the moment, but she's certainly getting some good opportunities. So if she continues to find those looks and once she starts to feel it, then, uh, you know, she'll really start to create some damage. I think Peter Buckle would be feeling a little bit um, nervous. First game back in the capital, you know, assistant coach to uh, carry Graf for quite a period of time, probably three years. So I'm sure he's enjoying his time with the fire and um, he's a good coach. So this group will really start to uh, perform under him, I'd say. John Keogh just stepping into the hot seat here for sportradio.com.au while Craig Ravel takes care of a few technical difficulties behind the scene. Score at the moment, first quarter, 6 minutes 51 remaining on the clock. It is the Canberra Capitals 5 leading the Townsville Fire. One inbound pass for the Capitals offensive baseline. Natalie Hurst has the ball, took a while to get it inbound, got it to Abrams who feeds it to Bevelacqua at the top of the arc, dribbles to her left. Bounce pass down low, stolen away from Abby Bishop. Turnover here against the Capitals. 
Wilson pushes the ball up the court for the fire. Pulls up at the elbow. Inside now. Puts up the little J. Can't drop. And a good rebound coming from Krista Hayes. Here comes Natalie Hurst on the left-hand dribble. All the way down the left-hand lane. Passed it unselfishly to Bishop who backs it back out to Bevilacqua. The Capitals will reset up. Bishop now swings it over the other side of the key. Abrams for three. Can't hit the triple. Hayes, an effective rebound. Good block coming up from Krauss, though. And Townsville will relay it back down the court through Wilson. So Wilson, pass to the top of the key. Gets it to her teammate Smith. Works it over to the right-hand side of the arc. Wilson, the go-to player at the moment now. Feeds it inside. Baxter pulls up at the elbow. Wild-looking shot. Threw it up. Only just hit the wing. And it's out of court on the Townsville fire. Defensively, the Capitals are doing a really good job. They're putting them under a lot of pressure and it's quite physical out there. The matchup between Cox and Abrams is an interesting one to, to watch at this point of the game. But if the Capitals continue that level of defensive pressure, I think they'll do well tonight. Ken Lane puts up the shot and she's fouled by Jennifer Krauss and will go to the line to shoot a couple of free throws, Abby Bishop. So a nice move there from Bishop. Krauss just couldn't make good position. And Abby Bishop will go to the line to shoot a couple of free throws. Five points to one. Five minutes 40 remaining on the first quarter clock. Bishop, awkward looking first free throw. Only just hit the front of the ring. Did not drop. Carrie Graff, the coach of the Capitals, looking on from the sidelines. Bishop puts up the rainbow. That's one. She put a bit more effort into that free throw. Makes one of two. Six points to one. The Capitals out to a five point margin. Wilson pushing down the court to Baxter. Feeds to the top of the court. Krauss has it stolen away by Hayes, who passes up the court now to Hurst. Penetrating dribble, pulls up at the three-point arc, feeds it into the left-hand corner. Lob pass from Bishop. Was off the backboard in the end. Here comes Wilson. Transition down the court, finds Rowani Cox. She backs it back outside to Wilson. Errant pass from her. Bevilacqua penetrating down the court. Gives it to Abrams down the right-hand lane and puts in the dribble. Puts in the layup, Michelle. That's right, and again it came from good defensive pressure from the Capitals, just getting hands-on passes and creating errors out of Townsville. Eight points to one now, the Capitals over the fire, Krauss drives, but was she fouled before the shot? We'll wait and see the call from the referee. She was going left-hand lane. What did you see there, Michelle? Well, she's going to the line, definitely shooting foul, and going Abrams coming in. Abrams checks out of the game for the Canberra Capitals. Krauss at the line for the Townsville Fire. They're only on one solitary point at the moment, the visitors. Krauss banks the first free throw. Jennifer Krauss, the 192-centimetre centre, at the line for a second free throw in hostile territory. Makes no mistake, though, two from two from that territory and moves her team to three points, trailing the Capitals eight points. Hayes, unfamiliar role for her at the top of the arc, and she threw it out of court wildly, intended for that. Jess Bibby didn't get it to her, though. Baxter will get the free throw in from the right-hand sideline. Gives it to Wilson, who's been everywhere at the moment for the Townsville Fire in this first quarter. Krauss, clever pass to Cox underneath the basket. She had it knocked away from her, though, by Bevilac. We're out of court, and the Fire will set up with 15 seconds on the shot clock. Baxter with the basketball. And five-second violation. Good, didn't get the inbound pass in quick enough, Michelle. That's right. And Towns will continue to struggle against the pressure of the Capitals, so they really need to make some adjustments to um, ensure that they're getting into some sort of offensive flow. 
Meanwhile, at the other end of the court, Capitals Bishop forced underneath the backboard, kicks it back outside to Bibby, drives under the basket, tries to get a creative pass to Bishop, did come off, Bishop banks it off the glass. Ten points to three, and Abby Bishop enjoying a strong start to this game. Kelly Wilson feeds underneath the basket, Smith drives right-hand lane, went hard against Bishop and knocked down the basket. Here comes Natalie Hurst. She's enjoying more and more court time as she develops her basketball. Bishop through her hands. Bibby kicks it back outside to Hurst. Thought about the three-point. Went to the elbow. Pulled it up. And nothing but net. And Natalie Hurst just continues to grow in confidence, Michelle. Yeah, she does. She's having a really good season and I think, you know, the more court time she gets, the more effective she'll be. And she's certainly got a, a great deal of confidence this season. 12 points to 5, the Capitals over the fire, 3 minutes remaining, Kraus puts in the basket and fouled in the process by Abby Bishop I think, and she will go to the line for the 3 point play, meanwhile, substitution, Rowani Cox sits down as does Kelly Wilson for the Townsville fire, checking in is Katie Langford, uh, Wilson is not checking out of the game, she did go and have a word to the coach, but she won't be Sitting down. Bevilacqua takes a sit down though for the Capitals. She's replaced by the captain Kelly Abrams. Meanwhile the three point play is converted. The margin back to four points. Twelve points to eight. Three minutes remaining in this opening quarter here at the AIS Arena. The Capitals back from their club tour of Russia. They might be a bit wary come later in this game so they'd like to have a good margin early as Bibby drives hard to the right hand lane. Fouled. And I think the foul may have been called on Jennifer Krauss. It is. And Jess Bibby will go to the line to shoot a pair. Craig Revelle still busily working away behind the scenes. John Keogh and Michelle Hocking calling the action for sportradio.com.au at the moment. Hope you're enjoying the game. As the Capitals move their way to 13 points, courtesy of Jess Bibby who makes the first three throw. 13 points to eight. Bibby, in her second season at the Capitals, makes no mistake with a second. She has got a deadly left hand. Wilson now, being pressed hard by Natalie Hurst, just works it into the front court, down the left-hand wing, passes backwards to Abbott. Abbott through hands back to her teammate in Wilson. Wilson now, throws it to Langford. Langford bounce pass to the elbow. Abbott works it to the free-throw line. Spin move from Cox, kicks it back outside. Nice three-point... Shot there from Wilson, nails the triple. 14 points to 11. The Townsville fight, strong second part of this first quarter. They trail by just three with two and a half minutes remaining. Bishop, that was Bibby rather, pulled up at the free throw line, couldn't make the bucket. Wilson now into the front court with the pass to Langford. Langford lost control of it though, regained control of the basketball now. Passes to Abbott, through hands, up the top of the arc. Wilson feeds it to Cox in the post, goes hard. And fouled by a number of Capitals players possibly there. It'll be interesting to see who the call's on. Abby Bishop is called for the foul. She checks out of the game. And Krista Hayes, her replacement. Rowani Cox hasn't enjoyed a terrific start to this game, Michelle. She's probably taken a little while to get going and... No doubt a player that Carrie Graff is looking for the Capitals to go very strong in defence on. 
is, but, you know, you've got Kelly Abrams and Tully Devalacqua mixing up the matchup on her, so it's a very tough assignment for anyone to play. But Rowan is such an experienced performer that she can really come through that kind of defensive pressure. She just nailed those two, so I think that might even be her first score for the game, John. The difference now, just one point. 14 points to 13, two minutes on the clock. Hurst from the left-hand baseline, a lovely fadeaway. Wilson now continuing to be pressed by the Capitals. She works her way to the elbow though. Quick transition down the court. Hit the back of the iron. Didn't drop. Hayes the defensive rebound to Bibby now. The ball carrier in this instant. Works her way to the elbow. Feeds it to Abrams. Through Hayes. Hurst drives strongly. The drop shot didn't quite drop. Almost did though. But she'll go to the line to shoot another free throw. Or two of them in fact. 16 points to 13. I'm interested to know about Rowani Cox. She's such a versatile player. She's quite tall, but she's also very, very mobile as well. She's 182 centimetres, quite a strong girl as well. Michelle, a really tough player to match up on in the league? Well, she is because she's quite quick and she's got good skills and uh, she's also got some size and she's a very strong player, so she can play inside and outside and um, she, it does make it very difficult to match up on her and, you know, her experience and, and she was just, I remember as a, a kid at the AIS and she's just the most, has great flair and great skills, so she's a really tough assignment. Not a dissimilar player to Natalie Porter of the... Sydney Uni Flames, Porter probably a little bit taller, but they do play a little bit similar. Porter has got a very strong inside game. The fire at another couple, 18 points to 15, 3 points the difference, 1 minute 9 on the first quarter clock. Bibby now with the ball to Beatty. Beatty, round the left-hand arc, finds Hurst, fakes one way against Katie Langford, then kicks it over to Abrams. She passes to Bibby, drives right-hand baseline, pops up a creative little shot, somehow it drops... Damien Nemeth calls the foul. She'll go to the line for the three-point play. Terrific work there from Jess Bibby. 57 seconds remaining. 20 points to 15. Bibby looking to extend the lead to six points. The Capitals got it out to as much as eight in this first quarter. Their fire have fought back well. Bibby, though, converts the three-point play. She's three from three from the free-throw line this evening. Baxter having a little bit of difficulty working into the front court. She eventually spins it on the dribble away from Hurst. Now in the post is Cox against Abrams. They're trying to exploit that matchup down low. Abrams called for the foul as Cox jacked up the shot. And Rowani Cox will again go to the line to shoot another couple. 43 seconds remaining on the clock. So Cox at the line. She made two from two before at the free throw line. The third one is successful as well. Romani Cox. Terrific season last year for the Townsville Fire. Makes both the free throws. No mistake. Four from four from the line for her for the charity strike. 21-17 the Capitals over the Fire. 37 seconds remaining in this first quarter. Hayes in the post. Kicks it back outside to Beatty. Great vision. Found Abrams all alone under the basket who had the easiest put in. 23 points, 17. Capitals lead by 6. 22 seconds remaining. There's 15 seconds on the shot clock here for the fire. And there's a travel by Bianca Abbott as she made her way to the basket for the fire. So the Capitals will probably get the last shot of this first quarter. They lead by 6 points. 16 seconds remaining in the quarter as Hurst just walks it into the front court. Carrie Graffel, look for her girls to use all of the clock here. 
A foul came from Langford as Hurst tried to use the old give and go or possibly, would you call it a pick and roll, Michelle, with Tracy Beattie? On ball screen. On ball screen. She fed it to Beattie, then looked to take the pass back from her, but Katie Langford did get in the way. And they are in the bonus here, the Capitals, and make the first. 24 to 17, seven points the difference. Only eight seconds remaining. Hurst again rolls that one in. Did a lap of the ring, but it dropped. There's a quick substitution happening here. Krista Hayes takes a sit down. Abby Bishop checks back in for the Capitals. The Capitals employing a full court press here because there's only eight seconds remaining for the fire to get a shot up. They work it to Cox now into the front court. She might take the final shot. For the triple, off the backboard, doesn't drop. Offensive rebound. Langford tried to jack it up, but the buzzer beat her. And at quarter time at the AIS Arena, the Canberra Capitals lead the Townsville Fire 25 points to 7, and an 8-point difference. We'll take a break here on Sport Radio. Back more with John Keogh, Craig Ravel and Michelle Hocking in just a moment. John Keogh calling the action for sportradio.com.au. Michelle Hocking is busily looking at the quarter-time stats. And we have a break in play. So, Michelle, what are some of the better stats to look at? Well, the key one for Townsville is they've had eight turnovers in the fourth, first quarter and you just can't afford to have that many turnovers in a game. Capitals are shooting at 62% for the quarter, which is pretty high. As Cox drives down the left-hand lane, she's fouled, makes the bucket and we will go to the line for the three-point play. Kelly Abrams called for the foul and Cox really looking to go hard against Kelly Abrams. Makes the three-point play. Ryan Cox up to seven points for the game after a fairly slow start. She didn't score in the opening six or seven minutes. She's now up to seven points at the beginning of the second quarter. Abrams feeds it to Bibby. Bibby under the basket, lobbed it in towards Bishop. Kicked it back outside, right hand baseline. The three-point triple from Natalie Hurst. Wayward pass coming in the direction of Kelly Wilson to work the ball back into the front court. That was awkward stuff. Kraus kicks it across the key. Wilson works her way to the top of the basket now. Feeds it to Baxter. Baxter. Little bounce pass underneath to Kraus. She fed it to Abbott at the elbow. Pulls up. The shot hit the back of the iron. And Beattie was there to collect the board to the Capitals. Hurst just growing in confidence. It was almost a clever pass to Bishop underneath the right-hand basket, but it didn't quite come off, and it's out of court on the Capitals. 28-20, 8 minutes 50 seconds remaining in the second quarter clock. Double team coming here in the defensive end of the court for the Townsville fire on Katie Langford. Bibby now working onto her. Langford did well to work into the front court on the left-hand dribble. Passes to Kraus. Beatty. Some heavy body work on her. Referee Damien Nemeth let that go. Kraus, the give and go. Oh, Bishop. It was a big block coming off Beatty there. Baxter fortuitously falls to her. With two seconds remaining on the shot, fired up the big triple. Didn't drop, hit the front of the ring. Out of court. Capitals inbound pass on the right-hand sideline. Natalie Hurst tugging at her player singlet. So calling a set play here for the Capitals. Beatty at the elbow. Passes to Bishop, Bibby, Beatty. Oh, Bishop lane, no score. It did drop, but she travelled in the process. 20 points, playing 28. The Capitals are leading the Townsville fire. Tully Bevilacqua preparing to check back in 
Carrie Graff looking to rotate the bench quite a lot tonight. There will be a few tired players out there for the Capitals. They've played a lot of basketball over this past week or so in Russia. Inbound pass for the fire. Baxter has it on the left-hand dribble. Down the left-hand wing, works away to the flank. Krauss has it against Beatty. Beatty kicks it back outside now. Krauss. Baxter. Dribbles, passes to Cox, pulls up, was her toe on the line, hit the back of the iron anyway. Oh, a strong offensive rebound coming from Langford. She was crunched. And she will be awarded. I think there's a foul going to be called on the Canberra Capitals or not. No foul call, but it will be a pass to the Townsville Fire. Krauss underneath the basket. Can't get the shot up against the height of Beatty, so she's forced to kick it a long way back outside the arc. Katie Langford on the right-hand dribble, passes under... Now it's at the right-hand baseline. Baxter works the ball out. Six seconds on the shot clock. Kraus, Cox, three seconds. Heavy screen came from Kelly Abrams. And she's called for a foul. I think that's her third personal, Kelly Abrams. She takes a sit down. And Natalie Hurst, probably forced to check back in quicker than Coach Kerry Graff was intending. That is Kelly Abrams' third personal. Kraus, awkward pass. Hurst got a hand to it, knocked it out of court. 18 seconds remaining on the shot clock. It's in the front court for the Townsville Fire. Cox passes to Baxter. Baxter fakes one way, goes low the other, right-hand way. Oh, Cox under the basket. Great pass from Baxter. Cox jacks up the shot, hits it off the backboard, and he's fouled yet again. Michelle, this will be the third time she'll go to the line for a three-point play. Yeah, John, she's really starting to become crucial to the Townsville in this game. She, even at the start of the game when she wasn't actually scoring, she was still looking dangerous and they're just starting to really create some good options for Rowani. Rowani Cox at the line for a three-point play. She's on seven points for the game. She's still on seven. That was a pretty ordinary free throw. Just hit the front of the ring. Bishop got the board, passed it to Hurst. 28-22, the Capitals over the fire. Seven minutes remaining in this second quarter. The hook shot from Bishop drops. Nothing but net. And the fans at the AS Arena applaud. They love it. Baxter now into the front court. Abbott swings it over the other side of the key. Finds Langford. Langford enjoying some minutes in this opening half. Abbott now under the basket. Turn around, Jay. Couldn't hit it. Hurst, creative bounce pass down the court. Bibby on the transition, lays it in down the left-hand lane. Gee, that was great teamwork between Natalie Hurst and Jess Bibby. Terrific vision there from Jess Bibby. Uh, sorry, Natalie Hurst. And there is a timeout here at the AOS Arena. Back with more basketball very soon. So it wasn't long that time out there as uh, we have, uh, well, somewhat restored some normality to the call. My thanks to John Keogh who has uh, filled in so ably for us at the moment. Michelle Hocking, oh, and Air Bishop tries to get the pass out to Bevel Aqua. Cox runs it down and gets it. And uh, in the end, it, it goes only as far as Biddy. But, uh, the, well, the refs have picked something out here and Cox is going to get the ball. They have got a worry on their hands as Wilson drives into a very heavily congested key. 
Bevilacqua gets it back to Hurst and Hurst finishes off with a short little pass to Biddy. Capitals are really starting to get their transition game going. They're coming up with possession at the defensive end and uh, just getting out and running those lanes and it's starting to be a problem for Townsville. It is indeed. As uh, Townsville crowds couldn't get the layup to land with Hurst now working it down the other end. Hurst tries to put it up there. Bishop couldn't get the rebound. It goes off into Baxter. Baxter gives it to Wilson. Wilson goes into the key, finds Beattie there and then pulls out for the moment. Cox now, bounce pass to Krause, outside, goes to Baxter, Baxter gets a good screen from Abbott, working around the top of the arc, inside, goes to Abbott again, and just a nice little 13 foot jumper. Yeah, just good screen and roll action there from the Townsville far, they got caught, Capitals got caught up on the screen, and you know, make the short range J. As the Capitals starting to work into this game quite nicely, a 12 point lead as the timeout is called by the Transac Cabs. And, uh, well, the timeout, an interesting one. Coach Peter Buckle, a lot of pressure on him coming back to the nation's capital tonight, Michelle. Yeah, for sure. You know, Peter, as I said earlier in the call, he's, he's uh, coached in Canberra and been a part of the capital program for about three years, three or four years. So, you know, it's good for him to get an opportunity to step into a head coaching role. But I'm sure he's feeling a little bit nervous his first game back here. Um, and, you know, he's got a fairly reasonable group, you know, he lost uh, Brassard, she retired, so that was a bit of a loss for the program, but, you know, you've got a Roani Cox and a Jennifer Krause and um, Baxter and, and Wilson, and, you know, they're a pretty um, fairly solid sort of group, so they'll be okay this season, I don't think they're going to be uh, one of the top teams in the in the league, but they'll certainly do alright this season. Interestingly enough, Roani Cox with nine points so far, Krause with six, Abbott with four, but for the Capitals, Hurst with 13, Bibby with 11, and Abrams with 7, with Krista Hayes, 3 rebounds so far, leading rebounder on the floor. It is uh, good to see Hayes uh, starting to work her way into the team. Would have got a lot of confidence from the Capitals having been in, uh, in Russia and getting to know the girls better and better. But one thing we haven't mentioned is that uh, Peter Sinclair is uh, not, a, not out there. There are uh, some concerns about the trip. That's right, yeah, she's um, got a compression bandage on. They suspected she might have had a DVT, um, but that scan today showed that it wasn't that, but they're just taking some precautions and looking after her. Krauss throws an unbelievable pass there. It just hit the backboard, bounced down. Capitals get it back, and Beattie is mugged in the key and will go to the line. Yeah, it's great. One of the things that you mentioned is Kelly Abrams has got seven points. Kelly's been a little bit slow this season getting started, but I think maybe the trip to Russia has even given her a little bit more confidence. It's good to see her racking up some points early in the game. It is indeed. Beattie at the line. Hayes is going to come in for the shooter. So Hayes getting ready to get some more minutes here. Black armbands being worn tonight by the Canberra Transact Capitals in memory of, uh, well, a long-time sponsor of the cap, Mary Hemmer, co-founder of Bottles of Australia, and uh, that is the reason for the black armbands here at tonight's match. Beattie puts the shot up there and makes it. So, 37 plays 24 here at the AIS Arena. Capital Basketball on sportradio.com. We hope you're enjoying it. Don't forget, tomorrow night we'll have the AAS versus Townsville from the training hall as part of our coverage here.
this weekend of basketball on sportradio.com.au. Inbound ball goes to Wilson. Wilson tries to upset Natalie Hurst. Looking around, Wilson gets it eventually into the hands of Cherie Smith. Over the top to Abbott. Then right side goes to Baxter. Baxter over the top of Bibby trying to get inside to Holly Smith. So two Smiths out on the floor currently and they will not be able to uh, work it out straight away. Inbound ball to Abbott. Abbott tries to put the shot up over the top of Hayes and Bishop. It doesn't fall well for them and it looks like it will be the Capitals back up there and uh, working on offence again. Bibby now working around, trying to get a possession going. Well, she was looking for people to dish it off, but in the end, just jacked up a three. It's 40 points to 24, and Townsville in a real trouble. It looks like they're going to pull the uh, pull the ripcord here and throw Kirby Dalglish into the mix. And yeah. this time, it's uh, Bevel Aqua who is called for the foul. That's right. Uh, Townsville are really struggling at the offensive end of the floor. Without Fox on the on the floor, they don't look like they've got anything happening offensively, so they really need to start to um, get some sort of rhythm in their offensive set and, and try and exploit some of the, you know, uh, you know Baxter and, and uh, Wilson are good perimeter shooters, but they don't seem to be able to shake themselves loose from the little guards that the Capitals are matching up against them at this stage. Yes, it's an interesting one for sure. Abbott at the line, puts up the second, makes it 42-26. Now, as the Capitals still in a commanding position here at the AOS Arena. Hurst, oh, she fumbles the ball as Baxter put plenty of pressure on her. Goes inside to Bishop, outside to Bevelacqua. Bevelacqua leaves the dribble behind. Bibby, oh, they're playing some circus stuff here. It's Bibby, outside to Hayes, outside to Bevelacqua, inside back to Hayes, who puts up the shot from the elbow, doesn't drop, Baxter brings it down the floor, down the right wing, 40-26, three minutes and nine seconds to go on the half as Abbott kicks it, inside to Dalglish, well, across the baseline, I should say, Dalglish, then inside to Holly Smith, Holly Smith gets mugged, and the ball goes out of bounds, it will be Holly Smith stepping to the line. That's right, and uh, there's a nice little feed from Del Gleish, and uh, that's actually uh, Michaela Denny's sister. So, you know, there's two um, Del Gleish girls out playing tonight, and both of them are originally from Canberra. So, it's good to see some Canberra kids out there playing. Well, it's interesting because Michaela. Michaela Benny calls herself a Queenslander, but Kirby <laughs> Dalglish calls herself a Canberran. So it, it is an interesting dichotomy because they're certainly playing for the opposite clubs. As, uh, well, it is 40 to 28 as they make the two free throws. Hurst now over the top to Cunningham. Cunningham's been nursing injuries but getting some game time now. She's been on a pretty heavy rehabilitation program as the turnaround jump shot. Oh, just hit the front of the iron. She is very keen to get out on the floor as oh, Bevel Aqua's hit the floor now. The game has started. Game on. <laughs> it's good to see Caitlin getting out there and get some, um, some time. She Certainly that move was a nice move. Didn't quite finish it off, but it was a nice, sweet little move in the paint there. As uh, it's Bishop to sit down, Beatty to go out there. So this will be an interesting time. Caitlin Cunningham with 2 minutes and 42 seconds. Of course, uh, she has got to the bullying Melbourne Boomers and her old home club to play next week. As Baxter gets a screen from Abbott, but Beatty was there just reaching in, tapping it away from her. She had to go back and fetch. 
Vera Baxter takes on Hurst, tries to bank it in off the glass, and the ball beats Bibby over the sideline, and that will see the Capitals get the ball in the backcourt. Hurst now setting the play, becoming a real little general in this side too is Natalie Hurst. Oh, goes all the way, kicks it out to Bibby for three, rattles it in. Look, Council are going to have to do something different at this stage of the game. You know, they're just, Capitals are, you know, doing what they like offensively and being able to just score at will. So they really need to either change up their defence or just even step their intensity up. Smith manages to uh, get a, a rare field goal in the last few minutes and it is that's Holly Smith back to a 13 point ball game as Beattie was driving the line there we don't see Beattie do too much dribbling but she was able to drive the line has put the shot in and will shoot for the bonus yeah it was a nice little play got a feed into uh, Caitlin Cunningham in the low post and Beattie just you know cut down from the foul line shot down hard to the basket Caitlin got to the ball, put it to the floor and made the last. Good play. Interesting, some of the... Uh, no one's got a second chance point yet, but the Capitals with two points off turnovers and 22 points off the paint. The Townsville Fire only getting the 12. Cashing in on the bonus was Beattie and it's 46, plays 30 as Dalgleish goes over the top to Cox on the lane on the right side. Dalgleish jacks up a three and rattles it in. We uh, heard that a lot in the Cannons era, but uh, <laughs> it's still good to hear it. And some fans with uh, Kirby Dalgleish signs up in the crowd. Good to see that along as Bibby now. Oh, Bibby drives into the paint. Oh, dumps over the top, tries to get it to... Uh, Beatty, not to be, and Fire come back up with the ball. Wilson over the top, takes on Bevilacqua, and Bevilacqua sliding across the ground as Cox is called for the charge. Yeah, and that was just great uh, anticipation from Bevilacqua there. She just read it beautifully, knew that Cox was going to cut hard to the basket, and, and, uh, you know, just picked it off brilliantly. Well, John Keogh just uh, taking a few moments to get his breath back as he uh, was thrown in the deep end to do some calling there. So we won't go to John Keogh just at the moment. But uh, as we look at the 46-33 scoreline, it is reflective of the game. The Capitals with 24 shots, making 16, shooting at 67% over Townsville that have been missing a lot from the field. They've had more field goal attempts at 26, but only converted nine of them. And that is a really telling difference at the moment. One thing... 15 trips to the free throw line for the Fire, 14 for the Capitals, or 14 shots from the free throw line. Capitals 11 out of 14, and the Fire 13 out of 15. So they are gaining some ground there, but not very much. Not very much, it's very even. I think the one that interests me is the turnover rate. At quarter time, Townsville Fire had eight turnovers, so according to the stats, they haven't made a turnover in this half. The problem they have got is they're just not able to convert any of the opportunities they get. Natalie Hurst with three assists at this stage of the game too. So uh, just uh, this one fascinates me. I love watching it on the WNBL website, the live stats, with the shot chart. And uh, as we look at Canberra's shot chart, gee, a lot of work inside, and that is being reflected on the scoreboard. As the uh, Capitals work it back, Natalie Hurst now. Jacks up a three, all net. <laughs> Yes, so and she's feeling it tonight. And why wouldn't you take those shots when you're shooting as well as she is? And it, I think, you know, Bibby's in the same category. They're both just really feeling the game offensively. 
Cox manages to just force her way into the back of Bevel Aqua that time and puts the shot in. 49-35, 39 seconds left to go in the half as we have an exciting game here. Oh, Bevel Aqua just threw the ball away a little bit then at Rani Cox. Goes back to Bishop. Bishop has the ball stolen by Wilson and Wilson lays it in to give them some hope. 49-37, 21 seconds left. The Capitals, should they play this should they play this one out with 21 seconds left, Michelle? Oh, look, I think so. You'd be looking for a good opportunity, but if it came in the first 10 seconds of the set, you'd probably take it. Oh, Bevelacqua Bev trying to work into space. Beattie had the ball, handed it off to Beatty, uh, to Bibby, and Bibby driving down, couldn't make the layup, but has made the score. Uh, we'll go to the line to make the score. That's right, and that's a nice, easy way to score your final two points for a quarter. So. 6.7 le seconds left to go in the half as well. So, the Capitals now. Bibby makes the first. It rattles away. Gee, she fell backwards after she put that shot up. As Bibby now. Looking for the second, as I said, 6.7 seconds. So, no time to waste. She makes the second. And it will be Cherie Smith. Inbounds it to Wilson. Wilson, four seconds left. Gets over the half. Goes for the layup down the lane. Gee, she crashes into Beattie. Bibby put her hand in there, slapped the ball away, and at half time, it's the Capitals 51 leading the Townsville Fire 37 in a game that hasn't reached the heights we were really expecting it to. Both these teams, 2-2, two and two, coming into the match. Well, that's right, you know, and they're both sitting, I think they're 7th and uh, I've lost it now, but, you know, they're, they're on the same results and they're looking to both get another win and, and secure themselves um, some position on the on the on the sorry, on the ladder, uh, it hasn't been a great game, but there's been patches where the Capitals have looked really good. You know, they've ran some really good transition, coming generating out of their defence really. And the Townsville Fire have really not looked um, great offensively as a unit. There's been some individual plays that's been really quite spectacular and been good quality, but in terms of the sort of cohesion as a group, uh, that really hasn't seen I haven't seen much of that at the offensive end of the floor. Well, we'll take a break here on Sport Radio as it's half-time here at the AIS Arena. Welcome back for what should be a very interesting second half here at the AIS Arena. It is uh, Craig Ravel, Michelle Hocking and John Keogh bringing you all the action of this Canberra Transit Capitals up against the... Townsville fire matchup. Capitals leading 51-37. What do the stats have to tell us, Michelle? Wow, look, the Capitals are shooting at 66%. They were doing that at quarter time and they've maintained that for the second second quarter. So that's a pretty high percentage to shoot for half a basketball. Uh, you know, they've gone to the foul line about the same amount of time. Turnovers have really evened up. You know, the uh, Townsville fire had eight at quarter time and they've only got ten now. Capitals are throwing the ball away ten times as well. Scoring, you know, that's coming through Hurst and Bibby for the Capitals. Um, and unless Rowani's knocking at something down, then the uh, Townsville Fire don't seem to have a lot to go to offensively. So, uh, you know, Townsville, but, you know, they've got to have a good second half. And their last game against Adelaide last week, they were down 30 by 16 points at half time. And they won the second half 40 to 28. So, you know, Capitals better be prepared for Townsville to come out and, you know, perhaps turn their game around and do a bit of damage. Well, it is an interesting uh, period we are seeing in this game as they come out after the long break. How tired will the Capitals be after having spent so much time in Russia 
playing in the World Club Championships. It will be answered here in the next well, 45 minutes, you would expect. As the Capitals get ready to go back out onto the court, they have their starting five back out there, Bevelacqua, Bibi, Beatty, Abrams and Bishop. As Bevelacqua brings it down the floor, Abrams is in the corner, then back to Bevelacqua, then off to Bibi. Bibi drives down the left-hand lane, leads the layup well short in the end, and Baxter comes up with the ball for the file. Goes long, Wilson for three, unmarked, and it's all there. It's a nice little start for Townsville, come out, and particularly, oh, and a turnover from Beatty on the baseline. She managed to block Krauss on the shot. Well, AIS Arena, good crowd in for the ABC television game. It goes Bishop outside, Beatty inside, then back to Bevelacqua. Around the arc, Abrams, then Bibby, Beatty. They're running that shot clock down as Beatty gets it back off Bibby inside and gets the point. 55 plays, 40. It's good to see Beatty putting the ball on the floor occasionally and going past people. So, uh, you know, she did a good job then, made the layup as well. Did indeed as, oh, Bevelacqua gets the steal. She's off to the races. What can Cox do? Well, she waited for Cox and then, I don't know what you call that, but it was up and over. <laughs> it was. Wasn't probably, a layup. Probably should have just gone through with the layup. I think she was thinking too much about her and uh, should have just gone through with the layup. As Cox gets the ball in the paint, tries to go in on a collapsing defence. You could raffle who knocked her to the ground then. I think they're going to call that one on Beatty. So, yes, they have called that one on Beatty. But you're right, it could have been any one of three players in that situation. Rowani's, uh, you know, she's moving really well. She's creating opportunities. And when Townsville can actually get the ball to her, um, you know, it's, it's a fairly uh, good option for them. As uh, Rihanna co- co- well, manages to make the first. What do you think Coach uh, Buckle said to these girls in the uh, break? She doesn't make the second. Bishop chases it down. Had to go with a long, well, quarter court pass to get it to Bevelacqua. And it is going to be the capital setting up. And I'll get your thoughts from you in a moment. Beatty, oh, in the paint, stripped by Cox. Coming up with it was Abbott. And now Baxter will bring it down the floor. So, Baxter over the top to Cox on the left-hand side. Into the paint she goes, puts up the shot. Oh, nice little turn and swing. Very sweet move. And it's another turnover on the baseline play there by uh, Capitals. They're just being a bit lazy uh, entering the ball and Council are putting them under some pressure there. John Keogh. Oh, sorry. We won't go to John Keogh at the moment. As Krauss in the paint gets the uh, shot after the whistle. I think that's going to be Bishop's foul called on her. And it is indeed. Timeout called by the Canberra Transact Capitals. And, uh, well, your thoughts on what the coaches were saying at halftime? Look, I think for Townsville, Peter would have just talked to the girls about the fact that, you know, the Capitals have been on the road, that they're probably going to tire in the second half and that they do know how to come back from a large deficit and that they just need to go back to their fundamentals. He'd also be talking about the fact that they need to isolate uh, Rowani as much as they can and give her the ball when she's free. And the other thing they probably would have talked about a bit too was putting some pressure back on the Capitals defensively. Uh, you know, they were under a lot of pressure in the first half and popped the ball up early and they'd be looking to do that. And they've done that. You know, there's been a couple of turnovers from the Capitals just purely being lazy. So, uh, yeah, I think for the Capitals, I guess Rafi would have just talked about the fact that she'll get them in and out so that they need to just keep pushing through the tide and that she'll rest them as they need be. 
to be probably aware of the fact that Rowani is likely to light up and just to keep the defensive pressure on because that was really where they were creating their opportunities early. As, uh, well, the timeout is underway. John Keogh is down there with Peter Buckle and we go to John now. Yeah, Peter Buckle very keen to use the mismatch inside with Rowani Cox posting up against the smaller capital guards as well as uh, using Jennifer Krause down low as well. Thanks very much to uh, John Keogh's sideline for us after uh, having his stint up in the commentary box. He'll be back in the commentary box tomorrow night when the, when the AIS take on the Townsville Fire. You can join us for that game as well. We are looking forward to bringing it to you. Round four. Week four, week five, I think it might actually be. Yeah, week five of the uh, of the defence force. WNBL 53-46 and Townsville just waste another opportunity they double team Abrams and Cox makes the steal Abrams tries to steal it back Krause ends up with the ball so Baxter will settle the game down once again the defence call goes up but interesting to see out of that timeout that uh, well Wilson goes for three rattles off the iron and Bevilacqua gets it back you know, the Capitals just need to get a little bit of composure here and come down and get a good score. Be patient with the ball. Find the open player. As now Abrams of three, and that's exactly the reply you want. That's exactly what you want. It's good that it came through the hand of Kelly Abrams. She was looking a little bit frustrated there. She's got a tough match-up with Rowani, so... It has been a good one, though. Cox now looking around. Oh, gets away from Abrams again with a good screen from Abbott. Has to go to Baxter, who, uh, well, had to reach for the ball. Uh, Baxter, Wilson, tapped away by Beattie, and Bibby comes up with the ball. So, well, Bibby tries to take it all the way, driving down the left-hand lane. Foul is called. I think it'll be on Abbott. No, it's going to be on the number five, Kelly Wilson. So, Wilson's foul. Beattie steps out. It's Wilson's third personal and Cox sits down for a well-earned break. So we've got Natalie Hurst coming back into the game along with uh, Krista Hayes. So, Beattie and Bedlacky are taking the rest. Interesting to see whether Hurst can come into the game and provide the spark that she has been doing this season. So, um, then they could probably, you know, back to 11 points and it uh, would be good to see her to provide some spark in the match. Well, it is a 58-46 as, well, oh, Wilson gets away from Hurst. Bibby hits the ground and in the end, I think that was Abbott that puts it in. <laughs> it was, it was Abbott indeed. Just, you know, Hurst got nailed on a screen, wasn't talked up and uh, that's what happens, the player gets free. You've got to communicate those screens. Going back at it now is Abrams. Abrams gives it off to Bishop, who tries to back itself into the paint. Of course, Bishop didn't go over to Russia, neither did Cunningham. So at least for Bishop, she'll be uh, very fresh and be keen to show the Capitals what they were missing. That's right. Chris Hayes on a nice little lay then. Yes. Oh, the pass from Wilson that time. Expecting Krause to cut to the corner and Peter Buckle has to pull the ripcord here as he calls a timeout. Yeah, the Capitals have uh, composed themselves a little bit there. Earlier on in the, in the quarter they were getting caught up on a lot of screen action which was isolating 
Rowani Cox and uh, in that period of play when she wasn't on the floor, you know, again Townsville was starting to struggle to try and find scoring avenues. So I wouldn't be surprised if Cox comes back into the game fairly quickly. Carrie Graff will be talking about to the girls about talking up those screens, they're getting caught up quite a bit on those, so they'll need to make sure that they improve their communication on the screen action. It is going to be a, uh, well, an important run out of this timeout that Peter Buckle has called will be critical for the Townsville Fire, no doubt about that. As we have a 60 to 48 ball game and the Canberra Transact Capitals looking good so far, haven't seen much fatigue in the Capitals at this stage, they're looking like they're still full of running Michelle. Yeah, they do. They look. I know that um, the Capitals planned out pretty well what they were going to do recovery-wise for when they returned from the trip. So, uh, you know, I'm sure that they've done everything that they possibly can to, um, you know, to make sure that the girls are in the best condition possible to be able to come out tonight and get a good result. Returning to the floor, Bishop, Hayes, Bevelacqua, Bibby and Hurst. It's Baxter, Cherie Smith, Cox... Uh, Abbott and also Krauss for the Townsville Fire as Hurst now drives up the left-hand lane or left-hand wing I should say trying to work it around Bishop, Bishop back to Hurst Hurst looking around goes to Bibby over the top now gets it to Bishop who works into the paint oh nice little layup there in heavy traffic it was good, she used her body well and just a nice little uh, jump hook on that to finish off. Abbott goes inside looking for Cherie Smith. It's Bibby there that tapped it away. Hurst gets it back at the half to Bibby who pulls up on the 45 arc. Drives baseline, goes outside to Bevelacqua, backs it into a corner to Bibby who took up the spot. Hayes in the paint. It's looked like a bit of a showtime here from time to time. The shot was jacked up and it was Abbott that taps it over the backboard when it doesn't drop. Right, and Cats have got another 24-second uh, shot, so, shot clock, sorry, so they'll probably just look to work the ball and get another good opportunity. Well, it is. Bevelacqua now kicks it right side to Bibby for three off the front of the iron, and it was Krauss doing the rebounding. Gives it off to Baxter. Baxter! Oh, she saw an opening there. Hayes crashes into her, and just uh, that it will be a crucial foul. Krista Hayes, fourth personal. I think that's her fourth personal. It's interesting. Council have gone into a zone defence at the other end of the floor. So whether they're going to mix them up and match up and you know extend in the full court off a score and on, when they don't score, perhaps with playing a zone. As it goes outside to Sharice Smith, inside to Abbott. Abbott just used that big move elbow into Bishop to try and get her out the way. Didn't work, shot didn't fall, and the Capitals bring it back down the floor. On the left wing, it's Bibby at the top of the arc. Bishop, then Bevelacqua on the right, 45. Bevelacqua goes back to Hurst, inside to Bishop. Bishop, turnaround, jump shot. Oh, couldn't get it to bank in. Bishop almost got the rebound back. It was very fortuitous there in the end. And Townsville do come up with the ball. Baxter over the top to Cox. Cox drives baseline but dribbles the ball out of play. Coach Buckle just trying to get this Townsville team working a bit more cohesively on the AIS Arena floor. 62 plays, 48, four minutes to go in the third term. Yeah, look, Council, as I said earlier in the call, they just don't look like they've got any real cohesion as a group. When Rowan is not on the floor, they don't have someone to go to as 
the scorer. So uh, they just need to start opening opportunities up for Wilson um, and Krauss and probably Baxter as well. Bishop inside to the cutting Beattie. And Beattie in transition is a great player to hit. She is. And it was good vision by Bishop out of the post there to find Beattie cutting to the basket. As the Capitals, oh, they worked on defence hard, but again, Bibby hits the floor. Sheree Smith gets it off to Holly Smith, who I think converted that time 64-50. 14-point ball game as Bishop puts up a long-range jump shot. Beattie slapped to try and get the ball back, almost falls in. Bianca Abbott gets the ball to Wilson. Wilson dumps out the Cox for three. It was off the backboard, and Holly Smith just tapped it away. Wilson now for three. That looked better, but it was still short. Cox has another go. Oh, she almost had an open look then, but kicked out to Abbott, and Wilson will set up the play. Bishop a long way from home. Bishop gets a hand on the ball, and Bibby comes back with it. Abbott takes on Bibby, mugs her in the paint, and Bibby draws out the foul. No. Yes. Yes, he does in the end. And uh, Bibby was shaking her head then, like she'd given away the foul. I think she was shaking her head. I thought she thought she was fouled a little bit hard. But, you know, you've got to foul someone hard. You don't want them to make a layup and then get a bonus on it as well. So if you're going to foul someone in that situation, you make sure that they don't actually make the shot. That's the saying, go hard, go early. That's right. As Bibby, well, makes the shot first, but a very flat free throw. It didn't look good. Had to come off the back of the iron to fall in. You prefer them to just like kaplonk, wouldn't you? You would. Second one, well, still a bit flat for my liking, but it did the job, 66-50. And uh, Wilson brings it down the floor, goes to Krauss, then off to Holly Smith. Holly Smith has to go outside to Wilson. Defence was too good on her. Sheree Smith drives baseline. Holly Smith leaves it short. Gets her own rebound. Oh, has to outlet to Cox for three. Rattles off the iron. Holly Smith again getting to the ball. I think that's going to be Townsville's. No. I thought uh, Holly Smith's hand was slapping away the Capitals player. But the Townsville fire call their second timeout. This is important because if they do get it close, they won't have any timeouts to go to. Yeah, well, I only have one more to go to, I'm, I should say. I'm not actually sure if that wasn't a capital timeout that was called, Craig. I think the thing that Carrie will be talking to the girls about here is that they're just giving away far too many offensive boards. The last two set, uh, two times down the floor, Townsville have come up with possession off the shot. Um, I think they had four... Four, four shots at it in the first time and the second time just coming down there they had another two goes at it so you can't afford to do that you know you've got to play your defence secure the ball and then get out and run the floor as the Capitals and Townsville take the time out now they work their way back well to a 16 point lead here at this point in time Winning both quarters, 25 to 17 and 26 to 20. So Townsville in a pretty big hole here at the, well, coming up to the final change. Point scorers, Bibby with 23, Hurst with 16, and Abrams with 10 for the Capitals. Cox with 14, Kelly Wilson with 11, and Bianca Abbott with 10. Rebound, when Tanya Baxter with 4 is your leading rebounder, you know the night isn't going well. Yeah, that's right. That's, uh, they really need their big girls to get on the boards a bit more for them. John Keogh. Peter Buckle lamenting the fact that Fry didn't make the most of those offensive board opportunities there, but the girls didn't score the putbacks and he's looking them for them to use a little bit better off those offensive rebounds. Thanks to John as the game already underway. Beattie outlets to Hurst. 
Hurst tries to take on Cox. Gets a good rolling screen that time from Bishop, but it wasn't to be when she jacked up the three. Bishop couldn't control the rebound, and it will be a Townsville ball, 66-50. And the Capitals still shooting at 61%, Michelle. Their fire at 40. So that is a big difference in this game because the fire, 40 shots. They've had more shots than the Capitals. As Townsville Krauss leaves it short. Holly Smith went after it. Hurst, in the end, is the one that carries it over. Abby Bishop with three rebounds for the Cap- uh, five rebounds for the Capitals. So not much work being done off the glass, in fact. 32 points in the paint to the Capitals and 22 to the Townsville Fire. As Holly Smith runs down another ball here, gives it to Wilson. And Wilson will set up the play on the right-hand the side. They just have to want the ball harder. At the moment, they're getting fingertips to it and letting Townsville get in possession. they just got to you know, be far more competitive after the ball. Oh, Beady mugs Krause as she was going for the layup. That'll give her the chance to shoot too. As a 1 minute 45 seconds left to go, Caitlin Cunningham is being measured on time. Beady having her third foul. So uh, hopefully Caitlin will get some more game time here. Well, she might because you've got Hayes as well. And speak of the devil, here she comes. Well called, Craig. You know, you've got Hayes sitting on the bench with uh, four personal and, and Tracy's now got her third. So they'll have to get some minutes out of her. Jean being told to watch Holly Smith closely here as Cherie Smith comes into the game for Holly Smith. So Beatty sits down. Holly Smith sits down. So now it's uh, Cunningham who has to watch out on Cherie uh, Smith, a veteran. In fact... Uh, well, at the moment, it is Hurst going around the arc, gives it to Bishop. Bishop puts the ball on the floor. The mismatch there, Juan Wilson, as Bibby goes inside and Cunningham just does nice little bit of work in front of the basket. Yeah, look, the Council Fire have gone into a zone defensively and Capitals didn't look very uh, comfortable against it but managed to find Cunningham open in the paint. As Sheree Smith gives it outside to Baxter. Baxter to Krauss inside. Krauss's first shot doesn't drop. She rebounds it. Can't rebound the second time. Hurst comes up with it. And the ball will go into the hands of the Capitals. I tell you what, the Capitals almost had a sixth player on court there. Coach Carrie Graff, when Kelly Wilson was dribbling, uh, dribbling right in front of her, directly behind her, clapping her hands, chanting at the defence. Lots of pressure on Kelly Wilson. All right, well, I'm not sure what the penalty is for a coach walking out onto the court. Michelle, you Technical would know foul. it. Technical foul. Tech foul, all right then. <laughs> Hurst kicks it left side to Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua now goes across to Bibby. Bibby drives into the paint, pull up, jump shot, blocked by Kraus. Hurst gets the ball, though, gives it to Bevilacqua at the top of the arc, then goes back through, hands Bibby. Hurst gets knocked over by Kraus as she puts up the three. It doesn't drop. And Cherie Smith will carry the ball down. Tapped away by Hurst, and Bishop comes up with it. Bishop now dribbling down the court, gives it off to Bibby. Cunningham goes inside. She's going to have to get out of there quickly as Bevilacqua sets up. Bevilacqua gets the screen from Bishop. Oh, leaves the dribble behind, though. Nine seconds left on the shot clock. Fakes the three. Goes to Cunningham. Skyhook from Cunningham is good. Wow. <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. That was a nice and that was a genuine skyhook out of Cunningham there. Wilson goes to Krauss and on the quarter time buzzer. 
Cunningham has had a big few minutes there, putting a block on the shot on the buzzer beater. Hey, well, I'm still recovering from the sky hook there. I haven't seen Caitlin make that kind of move. That was nice. It was indeed. Here at the AS training, at the AS arena, it's 70 to 52 at the final change on sportradio.com.au. Capitals basketball. It's Jess Bibby with 23 points. We'll go to the box scores and give you a, a bit more depth here as you look at the Capitals. Michelle. Yeah, look, I think one thing I will say is that the number of offensive rebounds that the Capitals are giving up to Townsville, they've done very well to still be up by 18 points, and that's mainly been through the fact that they've got a much better shooting percentage than the Townsville fire. They cannot afford in this last quarter to give the Townsville fire that much possession, so that's one of the things that I'd say. I'd just looking at that, Bibby's continuing to score well for the Capitals and they're starting to get some points out of other players with Bishop and uh, Caitlin Cunningham starting to find the basket. So that's a good sign. One of the problems for the Caps may be that uh, both Beatty and Hayes have got some foul trouble there. So, uh, but other than that, you know, Carrie Grafford have to be pretty happy with the way that they're going given that they've been away for two weeks and, you know, they're up at 16 and a half time. Looking at early on in the quarter, the Townsville were going to make a run back at them, but they've managed to stick it out and stay up by 18. Yeah, well, we'll go down to John Keogh in just a few moments as he has been listening in to the timeout with Coach Kerry Graff. And, uh, well, one thing about uh, Graffy, she knows... Uh, just how to nail this fire team. Well, Coach Terry Graff fired up as per usual, looking to get the ball inside. She believes at the offensive end of the court, there's lots of gaps here opening up there. She's going to stick Tully Bevilacqua still on Rowani Cox. And interestingly, Caitlin Cunningham, it will start on the court at the beginning of this final quarter. Well, showed plenty in that last time, uh, uh, well, with her time on the court there. So good to see that she's going to give Caitlin some more minutes as it's a 70 52 game here. What do you see in the stats, Michelle? Uh, look, as I said, the um, Townsville Fire have got 11 offensive boards, and that's just far too many um, offensive boards for any team to, to have. So, you know, Capitals will have to uh, cut that out. Turnovers, uh, you know, up to 17 turnovers now for Townsville. Probably too many for the game, but they've managed to keep that a little bit under control from their first half, first quarter blowout. Baxter has the ball. Kraus around the arc to Cox. Kraus puts a screen but can't get Bevelacqua away from her. And Bevelacqua strips Cox of the ball as she went into the layup step. And, uh, well, once again, Townsville will get another attempt but only seven seconds on the shot clock. Kraus... Uh, Krause Langford. Surprised they haven't used Langford more. Certainly a uh, well-credentialed player who has been over in the States for a little while. As Baxter jacks up the three, lands in the hands of Caitlin Cunningham, who gives it immediately to Bevelacqua. Then off to Bibby, back to Cunningham. Cunningham waits, gets it to Bevelacqua around the arc. Bishop now. Cunningham trying to go into the paint and help out Bishop, but it's not to be. It's outside to Hurst. Hurst takes a time on. Oh, dumps it back to Bishop. Bishop jacks up the shot, but it's rebounded by Abbott, who goes long to Baxter on the breakaway, kicks it outside to Langford for three off the side of the iron. Bibby comes up with the ball. One minute down in the final quarter, and Bibby will set up once again. 72-52. 
Goes to Bishop around the arc to Hurst. Cunningham takes position in the paint, but it's staying outside. To Bevilacqua. Bibby looking for Bishop. Turnaround jump shot. Bishop in and out as uh, Kraus does the rebounding. Yeah, Taylor's making some really good targets inside, nice big targets, but they haven't been feeding her the ball. So, uh, you know, I can understand the Caps want to get through their sets, but, you know, a little bit of inside-outside game probably wouldn't hurt at this stage. Kraus on the outside being mugged by Bishop there, has to go back to Baxter's watch by... Uh, by Bibby. Bibby now watching as Baxter drives down outlet pass to Abbott and at that time reaching over the top it was Cunningham as uh, John Keogh. Yeah just getting back to what Michelle was saying Caitlin Cunningham wide open on a number of occasions there. Perhaps the girls not having their full 100% confidence to go to or perhaps it's more a case they're not used to having her out on the court there enough but she was making some beautiful positions. Yeah, she was, and I'm sure with more time they'll get used to feeding her a bit better. And you know, some of it may have been that they were just, um, you know, trying to get through their offensive sets. So, um, you know, that's okay. 70 to 52, they're 18 points up. Still, you know, I think Coach Buckle will be talking about his girls about they've really got to start to make some dent into this league now if they want to have any chance. It's um, a long way back in the quarter to go. Almost two minutes of this quarter is completed, and we haven't seen a score yet. We're still on that quarter time score. Line. Uh, Caps winning that quarter 19-15 to 15. so they've won all three quarters so far in the game as Cox with 14 points Wilson with 11, Abbott with 10 Bibby is the leading scorer for the Capitals with 23 points Abby Bishop, 5 rebounds so hasn't added to that uh, score for a while Kraus now with 5 rebounds is starting to lift the game um, a number of well, a number of players in the points, which was interesting to see here, as uh, 16 to Natalie Hurst and also 10 to Kelly Abrams, 8 to Tracy Beatty. John Keogh. Interestingly, both coaches getting the hurry on from the referees there, looking to use as much time as they can in those timeout huddles. Thanks very much to John Keogh as Abbott goes to the line. Kelly Abrams, we haven't seen her for a while and she did take a knock earlier in the game was limping around on that ankle so I'm not sure whether she's actually a little bit tender or whether they're just resting her because she's had a big couple of weeks in uh, Russia. Yes, well, she was sick before they went to Russia. Yeah. Cunningham trying to do the rebound and Krause is jumping all over her as... Uh, well, in the backcourt, Hurst holds up the play, eventually gets it to Bevilacqua. Now to Bibby, inside to Cunningham, outside to Bishop. Back to Hurst. Hurst, Cunningham cuts in again, but they go to Bishop instead on the left lane. Bishop goes around to Bevilacqua. Bevilacqua tried to get it inside to Cunningham. It was tapped away by Cox and over the baseline. It will be a cat's ball, but only three seconds left. Now, will they go to the Jackson play on Bishop and on, or on Cunningham? Of Cunningham. <laughs> we'll go. No, aye, kick it aye. outside for Bibby, who puts up the three. Cunningham taps it away. Bibby tries to go after it, and the foul is on Rahani Cox. Well, she may have, but I don't know how the ref saw it from that position, but anyway. <laughs> Man with the, uh, well, with the block vision makes the call. Three refs out there. You have to say, uh, well, it will be the fourth personal foul on Cox now. Hurst goes inside, then off to Bibby, around the arc, backing away now. Bevilacqua brings it forward. It's Cunningham again with a uh, jump shot. It was on the back of the iron. And Krause, Krause is mugged here. Shit, that must have been five seconds. Ball's locked up. It will be a, 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 I think, Townsville jump ball. No, Capitals jump ball. So, good double team on that rebound there. 
Krause, she was standing still with the ball, not moving for more than five seconds. That's a violation. Well, yeah, probably was very close to it, and it was just good defensive pressure, but what really people who should be in trouble is the guards who abandoned her in the backcourt like that. Bishop draws the foul from Krause, who is frustrated, and it will send her to shoot two. Krause now, is that her fourth, or I think it's her fourth now personal foul? No. Yes, it is. Fourth personal foul on Krause. So... Still, no score in the third term. We've gone seven, uh, two, and a half two and a half minutes. What can Bibby do? Makes the first. Finally, a score. Finally, a score. It's interesting to see where the Capitals extend and put pressure on now on this possession. As Bibby makes a second, and it's out to a 73-52 lead for the Capitals. As Wilson goes around to Abbott. Abbott looking over the top to Cox. Cox dishes it out to Langford for three. Rattles off the iron. Bishop does the rebounding. Bishop carries the ball down the floor. Bevel Aqua, they leave it in the backcourt there for Hurst. Three players having possession in the backcourt. Seven minutes and 11 seconds left to go in the game. Bevel Aqua, Bevel Aqua backing away again. Got a good screen from Bishop and jacks up the three. Bang, pulling the trigger to make the shot. I think that might be Collie's first score for the game. You would be correct. And makes a steal at the other end as it was going to Langford. Manages to keep the ball in play as she's falling out of court. Gives it to Bishop. Who gives it to Bibby. He carries it down the floor. Pull-up jumper from the free throw line. is good. Yeah. And the Capitals are starting to hit the accelerator now. 76-52. As Wilson goes to Abbott. Then off to Langford on the right 45. A long way from home though. As it goes back to Cox. Cox looking around. Oh, Bevelacqua gets another hand on it. Bibby passes it over the top to Hurst. Hurst looks like she got mugged then. Wilson manages to keep it in. And it will be Krause giving it back to Wilson who goes over the half. Hurst watching her. Missed opportunity for the Capitals but they're still well in control. 76 plays, 52. Has Langford backing away from Bibby, trying to give herself room, but called for the charge. Yeah, just good defensive positioning there by Jess Bibby. Straight down low, made sure she beat her to the spot, and Langford just tried to charge her way through, basically. Bibby's having a rest. She's having a great game. She's having a really good season. Has indeed. As Bibby sits down, Abrams comes back out. So it's Abrams, Hurst. Bevelacqua, Bishop and Cunningham playing Wilson, Baxter, uh, just uh, it's uh, Braunberger. I haven't seen Braunberger out on the floor so far in the game. She's there now, Abbott and Cherie Smith. So it is Bevelacqua bringing the ball down, goes across court to Hurst who drives the left lane. Right hand jump shot from the lane is good and it's 78 plays 52. Frustrating night for Peter Buckle here as Wilson brings it down the left wing. Wilson over the top. Bevelacqua again getting in the lane for the pass. And now it's Townsville just trying to stop the clock with 5 minutes and 32 seconds. The foul will be on Wilson, I think. As as, uh, it was in the back court. So it's a fourth personal foul on Wilson now. Yeah, the Townsville just look like they have nothing to give now. So... um they just look flat and they don't look like they've got anything really to... Inside out, Cunningham with the jump shot. It was going to Bishop outside to Bevelacqua. Came back to Bishop. Now long passes 
Trucker had to uh, really jump for it, or Trucky, I should say, had to jump for it to control it. Abbott then across the back to Wilson. Wilson looking around. Oh, Wilson loses control on the dribble. She's able to pick it up before it goes out of court. Eventually goes to Abbott. Abbott takes on Bishop. Shot doesn't count, but the foul will go against the tall number 10 from the Capitals. Yeah, the foul was very early in that play, so she got a lane. We've got uh, Michaela Delgleish. Uh, sorry, Benny, Benny comes game. out. The signs went up, unleashed our leash, and had the Capitals and the number 12 on their board. As, oh, big three pointer from Truckee. I almost said Truckee Heritage, but it's Truckee Baxter. <laughs> That's right. And it's 80 to 55. First points of the quarter going to the Townsville Fire with five and a half minutes gone. Cunningham at the top of the arc looking for Benny. Hands off to Hurst. Hurst now gets a good screen from Cunningham. Thinks about the three-point attempt. Goes outside to Abrams. Abrams gives it inside to Bishop. Bishop has it rattle off the iron. And, oh, Beattie just crashes into Wilson, who slaps it over the baseline. And it will be a Capitals ball. 80 plays 55 here at the arena. As this game is winding down into uh, a real, well, anti-climax. It certainly is. And, uh, you know, I don't know whether... Rowani Cox has been sitting for quite a while down there for the uh, council fire now and you know, at least she gives you something offensively. So. Uh, Hurst, left side goes to Benny. Now inside, Skyhook from Bishop. And the crowd love it. Skyhook's making a comeback, I think. <laughs> yeah, well, Jenny Whittle is back in the league. She is. And uh, that is a beautiful shot. She had made her trademark. As uh, this time, Benny's going to be called for the foul. Now, the fouls aren't up on the uh, board there, so I'll have to go to the WNBL live stats to work out how many fouls. We're on four team fouls uh, against the fire, one team, uh, two team fouls against the capital. So it's a ball in from the side. Abbott misses the first shot but puts it back in. Oh, turnover from Cunningham trying to inbound it to Hurst. Slapped away and the foul has been called as Cherie Smith will go to the line. Capitals have done that a few times tonight. There's probably been three or four turnovers they've made on that very same situation. But it's really just like a lack of uh, focus and, and discipline and just being a little bit lazy. Well, Cherie Smith makes the shot. And it moves it to 82.58. Second one is all net as well. And the veteran of the WNBL racking up some more points now as Cherie Smith moves to... Six points for the game. Hurst with the ball on the right-hand side. As she goes inside to Cunningham. Cunningham banks it in off the glass. As the Capitals. Cunningham's racking up the points now. As she's up to eight points for the game. As Wilson round the arc to Abbott. Abbott then gives it to Baxter. Baxter on the right wing. Looking for options. Trying to take on Abrams. Has to go to Wilson over the top. Gives it to Smith. Back outside. Baxter from downtown hits the iron. But it was Bishop there to do the rebound. He gives it off to Hurst. Hurst now working her way down. Bounce pass from Hurst into Abrams on the baseline. Couldn't make the layup. It was Cunningham trying to get there as Hurst tries to intercept the pass. Baxter gets it back before Abrams could get to it. And Wilson will do the rebounding. 
Wilson goes back to Baxter, back to Wilson, cross court to Braunberger, and the shot off the iron. It's Cunningham called for the travel as she gets frustrated, just trying to throw the ball away as she knew she was falling. Coming up with boards, she's doing a lot of good things. She's making one or two, you know, mistakes, which you expect when you don't play a lot of time at this level. The pressure and the pace of the game is very different to what you're used to. Um, so, you know, there's some positive signs out there from Cunningham. Dalglish drove baseline outlet to Sheree Smith. Wilson for the three. Doesn't make it. Now it's Bishop. Bishop had Cunningham in the key. Sheree Smith was wrestling her. So Bishop holds it up and gives it back to her to set the play. Two minutes and 24 seconds left to go in the game. Capitals 84-59, Townsville fire. As turnaround jump shot from Huntingham rattles in and out, doesn't fall. It's Benny who does the rebounding in the end. Hurst comes back to it, gives it back to Benny. Benny looking around, goes to Cunningham, back to Benny. Now cutting inside is Bishop. We'll go to Bishop now on the bounce on the left-hand lane. Bishop backing into the paint. Oh, goes one way, then the hook gets the other two points. 86 plays, 59. Wilson brings it back down the left lane. One minute, 47. Braunberger over the top, tries to get it to Cherie Smith, but a charge foul call. That was off the ball, and I didn't see who made it. I think they called an offensive. Uh, it was Del, uh, Del Gleish who set an offensive frame that she uh, didn't set it clean, so they called it for an offensive foul. All right, then. Uh, minute 40 seconds left to go in the game as Hurst bounce pass to Benny. Benny goes to Abrams, over the top to Cunningham, outside to Abrams again, who drives into the paint. Oh, layup was hard off the back of the iron, and Dalgleish comes up with the ball, brings it down the right wing. Dalgleish stops, starts, gets to the baseline, kicks it back to Cherie Smith. Back to Dalgleish now, inside, going to Abbott. Hurst strips the ball from her, but gets a piece of arm, and we will have another foul. Hurst going to the line. Hurst now sitting on, uh, well, personal fouls, just her first. So, played a very clean night, has yeah. Natalie Hurst, considering she was right up there with the leading scorers. In fact, 18 points for the game. Jess Bibby, 27 leading scorer on the floor. Abby Bishop with 11. Nine rebounds. So, uh, on track for a double-double, I think you'll find. As now, Bishop kicks it down. Benny brings it into the paint. Kicks it down low to Abrams. Abrams frustrated as the ball goes around the ring and then back out of the... Uh, well, almost out of the court. So it is Cap's ball from the baseline as Townsville got the last touch on it. Benny to bring it in from the baseline. Looking to go to Hurst just on the left wing. Hurst now... Bring it round, gets a good screen from Bishop. Tries to go all by herself in the end. Wilson, she'll be fouled out of the game. That is that her, her fifth, fifth personal foul. Number five sits down. And who goes back out there? It will be Tanya Baxter. So 56 seconds left. Hurst goes to the line. One rebound required. For Bishop to get a double-double. Wonder if the, the word's gone out for that stat. As Hurst puts up the second shot. And it makes it 
Smith now gets it inbound to Baxter. Baxter brings it over the half order. Opens up for Baxter. She makes a shot. No. It falls into the hands of Benny. Baxter steals it back though. And it's going to go to Bronenberger. Bronenberger misses the first shot. Second layup is tapped away by Benny. It's over the sideline. And Townsville will have the ball. 20 second shot clock left. But it's real junk time now, Michelle. It certainly is. And I think probably Peter Buzzle's thinking about tomorrow night. They've got a game against, back up against the AIS tomorrow night. So, uh, you know, they'll be... Dissecting yeah. this one a little bit, but focusing on tomorrow night. Now Gleish slaps the ball into the leg of Bromberger, and, and it will see the Capitals come up with the ball. 34 seconds left. Screen set by Bishop. Hurst drives it down the left lane. Oh, boxing out now. Holly Smith and Cherie Smith did a good job there, uh, denying the Capitals the rebound. Baxter gets it inside to Dalgleish, who will get the bonus. The two sisters clashing in the paint. Turnover count at the moment, 17 to 19 in favour of, well, is it in favour of the Caps? I guess it is because they've got less. They've got less. It's a lot of turnovers. It's a lot of turnovers. It's not a stat that any coach would be happy with. 88 plays 62 here. Make that 63 as Dow Gleish gets the bonus. And it was thanks to her sister's foul in the paint. So Hurst now carries the ball down. Goes to Dalgleish, back to Hurst, then over to Abrams. Back to Cunningham. Right hand jump shot, hit the iron. Wasn't good enough. Baxter at half court, jacks up the shot. Oh, almost banks it in. And it is the Capitals taking the victory here. They're three and two at the end of the round five match. And what a game we saw here at the AS Arena for a travel weary capitals the perfect remedy a win in the Australian Defence Force WNBL. Absolutely I mean that's one of the um, dangers of, of you know it's important that the capitals go to that club championship but it's also one of the dangers is that they actually um, you know come back they're tired and they bring back injuries or whatever it is but they've come back pretty well by the looks of it they don't seem to have any uh, new injury worries it actually gave Abby Bishop an opportunity to have a little bit of a rest and uh, for some of the players to find a little bit more form I thought Kelly Abrams was better tonight for us than she's been um, in most games this season so that's good and it gives players like Krista Hayes an opportunity to gel with the girls and uh, you know learn to play with them a little more and that sort of stuff. That's a good, good, good win for the Capitals. It is indeed. John Keogh is going to be speaking with Graff uh, very soon and uh, well, Graffy naturally enough very happy with that result. As the Capitals 88 to 63 will get you some stats so you can sum up this game. Looking at the box scores for the Capitals first up as we get set to cross down to John Keogh. Yeah, look, for the Capitals, obviously, um, our shooting percentage, I can't see the team shooting percentage there, but it would have been reasonably high. I know we're at 65% at three-quarter time. Well, it's, still, it's over 50 because it was 31 from 60. Yeah, so, you know, they shot pretty well. Um, they nailed what they, what they uh, the opportunities they Let's go down to John Keogh. He's with Caitlin Cunningham. Caitlin Cunningham, he spent some good minutes out on the court tonight. Must have been pleased to be out there. Um, yeah, it was. I've had a really trained the last two weeks, so I've had a really bad knee injury. I wasn't even expecting to play that many minutes, so it was good to have a run. And how have you been spending the time with the girls away in Russia over the past week or so? I've had uh, death in the family, so I've been home pretty much in Melbourne the whole time. 
um, with my family. Yeah, doing weights and cardio. And you've been popping up some pretty impressive skyhooks out there. Had the crowd going nuts at one stage. No, I try. I try to practice them, but I miss a lot as well, so I've got to practice more. Caitlin, well done on the win tonight. Thank you. John Keogh down there for us as he awaits to get to the, uh, well, down to the victorious coach. Just interesting, another player, another uh, coach on the bench tonight. Uh, I can't recognise who that is there. That's, um, I know his first name. It's Matt, he's an apprentice coach with the Capitals program at the moment. He coached locally with the Jindera Rats um, club. So he's been brought in to uh, learn and develop his coaching and uh, it's, you know that's one of the good things about the Capitals programs is that they do not only do they develop kids they also develop coaches which is great. Yeah, John Keogh needs to go and see uh, Peter Buckle quickly here as we are trying with hand signals to get the message across but uh, looking at the leading scorers we've got them up on the screen for you now. Yeah, so just Vivian did the game with 27 points. Natalie Hurst with 20 and Abby Bishop chipping in with 11. Uh, for the Townsville uh, Fire, Rowani Cox, 14 points she ended with. Um, now, I think she was about that at three-quarter time, so she probably didn't add much to the score. Bianca Abbott chipped in with 13 and Kelly Wilson with 11. Uh, don't know what Tanya Baxter ended up with, but in past weeks, both her and Wilson have been probably their leading scorers. So uh, a little bit quiet tonight on the scoring front from um, Tanya Baxter. She actually ended up with uh, three points for the game. Yeah, so disappointing a little, bit, little bit disappointing for her, probably. All right, John Kerr is down there with Jess Bibby. Well, Jess Bibby, a game high, 27 points, but also good to get a win coming back from overseas. Yeah, you know, it was a little bit of an unknown coming into tonight's game, how we'd, you know, I guess, um, energy-wise, how we were going to be. You know, it, it was pretty fatiguing, 50 hours to get back from Russia, and we just had a light practice session on Thursday. But, you know, I thought the girls tonight came out with a lot of energy, and that's a really good win for us. They'll be fighting for a top-four spot. It must have been pleasing how well the team actually ran out the game, considering there was talk, as you mentioned, how you would respond coming back from Russia. Yeah, you know, I know, you know Graffy really focused on, I guess, spreading the minutes when we were in Russia, so no one was really, you know, flogged into the ground, and, and everybody, you know, I guess, had a bit of a chance to, to get some recovery while we were over there, and, um, you know, I think that it also, you know, shows our pre-season, you know, we sort of pride ourselves on being, you know, the fittest team in the competition, and, and you're going to need that coming down, you know, in the playoffs, fourth quarter, those type of things, and, you know, tonight I think showed that, you know, our fitness is pretty good, and, you know, as a group we're gelling quite well, um, you know, and I think that trip to Russia really helped us. And the Smalls yourself and also Natalie Hurst played a terrific game tonight as well. But also good to see Caitlin Cunningham spending some minutes on the court and popping in a few hoops as well. Look, she's a talent. You know, she, you know, she has glimpses. She's, she's fairly inconsistent, but, you know, she's still a pretty young player. And, you know, I mean, I think everyone saw tonight um, the ability that she does have. And, you know, she sort of grasps the, the mental side of things a little bit more. You know, she, she can be a hell of a player. Jess, we loved watching you play tonight. You played a terrific game, 27 points. You got the crowd very excited. Well done. See you on the court, sir. Thanks a lot. Yes, thanks very much to John Keogh, who hopefully will have us with the coaches very soon as uh, John makes his way over towards Kerry Graff. He's also looking to try and get us Peter Buckle as, uh, well, it is looking at the... uh, Looking at the turnovers, that is 17 to 20 in the end. That is a, a terrible situation for uh, both teams, in actual fact. Yeah, John not quite ready for us, uh, as he has a, a number of commitments he's trying to meet down there on the court. So, as, uh, well, Peter Buckle, he's uh, walking off the court now, so we might not be able to get to uh, Peter before he leaves the AIS arena. Hopefully we will hear from uh, 
Well, hopefully we will hear from Carrie Graff very soon. As a, we're trying to fill here at <laughs> on sportradio.com.au, waiting for the final stats also to come to hand as uh, the, you continue to look. Tomorrow night, what does the uh, Townsville Fire have to do as... Uh, well, John Keogh, I, can't, I don't think he's going to find Bucks now as uh, he has walked off the court, so uh, might have missed his chance there. As uh, What do they have to do, Townsville, to be able to get back on the, uh, well, on the winning ledger? Well, tomorrow night they come up against the RAS at the training hall, and I guess really the key for them is, firstly, they have to do a better job of looking after the ball. You know, you cannot afford to give up uh, 20 um, turnovers in any game and expect to compete. I think the other thing that they need to do is really focus on getting through some of their offensive play. They, You know, often offensively to me, they look quite stagnant, like unless it was getting in the hands of a Rowani, um, they didn't have much that was crea- they could create. So they really need to get a little bit more um, consistent in what they're doing offensively. And just, you know, at times there they put on some defensive pressure, which was great, and that created opportunities for them. Well, John Keogh is down there now, and he's not quite ready for us, so... We'll have to wait a moment until he can get to uh, Kerry Graff, who's having plenty of well wishes, giving her, uh, well, their thoughts on the game as well. It was a, a very exciting game here at the uh, AS Arena. If you're a Caps fan, if you're a Townsville fan listening into this, you probably turned off about half time <laughs> as it was not good ball by the Canberra, uh, by the Townsville Fire tonight. John Keogh just trying to get in there now and speak with the uh, coach of the Canberra Transact Capitals in Cary Graff. And, uh, well, he's not far away now from speaking to Graffy. Graffy, I think, uh, has finally seen him and he is uh, just getting into position now. So, Cary Graff, the winning coach of the Canberra Transact Capitals as, uh, well, <laughs> gee... Don't send a boy down there to do a man's job. That's the moral of, the, of this story. You have just uh, got to get a bit more forceful there, uh, John Keogh. Caps will be really happy with that win. And next week they're up against the AIS at home. and then they're That's Wednesday. The That's right. John Keogh down there. Terry Graff, a bit of an emotional night for the club, but good to cap it off for the win. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we were, you know, there was, we, uh, most of us were at a funeral today and Mary Pema was special to our team. So to get a... Get a win like that was, was huge. You know, it wasn't pretty basketball, but I think our defence was the, was a difference. Were you surprised how well the girls actually ran out the game? Yeah, look, I mean, we're a really well-conditioned team. Um, they handle adversity. You know, five games in six days, 50 hours to get there and 50 hours to get back. Um, you know, it's, it's credit to the condition and to the, the character of this team. They handle adversity. They didn't moan and complain. They just came back and, and um, they had some fun tonight. And your smalls tonight, Natalie Hurst and Jess Bibby, simply outstanding. Yeah, look, those two are great shooters. You know, they, they can find ways, ways to score. I think, you know, Natalie Hurst will be the most improved player in the league this year, bar none. I mean, she's just flat out evolving her game, you know, week in, week out. You know, and Bibi can, Bibi can strike it. You know, those guys are, are hard to guard. And we just got to, you know, the games when they're rolling, go, go with them. When it's not hitting for them, we've got to, you know, do what we did last year and get everyone the ball. Turnover count tonight was 17. Any concerns there? Yeah, absolutely. Look, we got, you know, we haven't got our offensive flow yet. That's obvious, you know, obviously... We were away in Russia. We had Bishop to the Bishop to the mix here and Cunningham back in. You know, soft turnovers on inbound plays and soft turnovers, not from pressure, but just from, you know, miscommunication and, and misflow on offense. And that's an area we tried to address in Russia. But, 
uh, when you're playing Olympic and, and all-world teams, it's a little hard, but that's clearly a problem for us. And your assessment of Caitlin Cunningham's game tonight? Yeah, look, she came in and did the right things. You know, she, she made a couple of aggressive blockouts. She got her head up and scored inside, and that's all she's got to do is stick to the simple things, and she's got some tools. Kerry Graff, congratulations. We'll speak to you soon. Great, thank you. Thanks very much to John Keo down there on the sideline. Kerry Graff, the victorious coach tonight, and, well, it was a... A good win for the Capitals after a hectic schedule. Michelle, final thoughts as we head into tomorrow night's game against the AIS. Uh, fun thoughts. I think Townsville just need to look after the ball better than what they did tonight. And for the Capitals, um, you know, if they continue to shoot at 50, 50% for a game, um, they're going to be hard to beat. Well, on behalf of John Keogh, Michelle Hocking, I'm Craig Ravel, wishing you a very good evening from the AIS Arena. Don't forget, we're back with... AAS Basketball tomorrow night here on sportradio.com.au Tonight it was the Capitals victorious and as I leave you now it is the Lynx 32 over the Flames 30 in the other Friday night match. An interesting one there. The Capitals taking victory tonight. 88 to 63. Thanks for your time joining us on Sports Radio.